0: I want to talk a little bit about a lawsuit because the lawsuits uh, they keep piling up for the Ford government. How many did that were, like 19 lawsuits (laughs) since they've been nominated into government? Uh, Well, the latest is a class action suit launched by a group of uh, Lindsay residents who are accusing the government of breach of contract for the decision to cancel the pilot project for a basic income program that was put into place last year by the Liberal government. And I'll talk about the legal issues with this case a little bit later uh, when Lauren Honigman comes to join me. But the complainants themselves are four Lindsay residents who said that they had signed on to the program, made plans to improve their lives, played by all the rules, and very much feel like the rug has been pulled out from under them. Now, there were 4,000 people involved in the project uh, in areas of Thunder Bay, Hamilton, and Lindsay, most of the people in Lindsay, there's 2,000 people in Lindsay, but they had taken place in the project, uh, receiving up to about $24,000. So so anywhere from, I think, about $17,000 to $24,000 in the program. And now they are, I guess, out of luck because they canceled the program still with two years to go. And on the surface, I've, I've always favored basic income, but I think as time goes on, I'm starting to not be as sure of it because... As you read reports around the world of, you know, the economies, does it work? You know, Finland has been trying to get it to work. It hasn't worked. I'm not sure if it can work. It seems to be the best idea out of all of them to try to get people back to work and and on their feet. But I do think it was a mistake to pull the plug early because now we can't say, would our program have worked? But let's bring in someone who was part of the program to see how it was working for them. Tracy Machewski is in Lindsay. You are one of the plaintiffs in this case, and I appreciate you joining us. I am. Good evening, Alex. Let's talk a little bit about why you got into the program and what your experience was while on it.
1: Okay, so my husband and I sat down. He works a full-time job, and I was a stay-at-home den mom uh, with health issues and on ODSP. We were not doing very well making ends meet with a one-income family uh, living with a home that we bought here in Lindsay with all the taxes and heat and hydro. So when this opportunity came around, we thought, well, not only will it help us, but it might also help other people living in poverty eventually uh, for the rest of the province, maybe even the country. So... Um, We signed on, opened our lives completely, Uh, financially, I mean, everything from what we were buying, what we were eating, how we were paying for things, uh, how many vehicles we had, it was all out there, and in exchange, we would come off of my ODSP Mm -hmm. and onto the basic income, and my husband's um, income would also be factored into that, and it would be taken off our basic income.
0: Okay, so you so you had planned for it, you kind of got into a groove of how you were going to, you know, adjust the numbers, work to the numbers, and now those numbers have gone. So now what, how has this, um, you know, paint a picture if you can of, of how this has kind of affected you since the program was canceled?
1: Well, I started a business called Raven Tree Naturals, and I used some of the money not just for the business, but also to increase our nutrition. We were also able to afford supplements that weren't covered under the Ontario drug plan. And we decided that we had this three years to work on. So we made this vision to make this business and his work combined um, to give us the opportunity to get off of ODSP, to get off of basic income and um, live the life we always wanted. So now that that's over, we've already put all the money into the startup and the some of the ingredients, and I've also put all the money out there for um, my table reservations for the next year and a bit, mm-hmm. um, which are non-refundable. Right. <laughs>
0: Well, there'll be a lot of, and I'm going to play devil's advocate here, because yeah, a lot sure. of people will say, well, boo-hoo. I mean, sorry for you that you don't get money that I'm paying you to do this, so why should you get money and, and I'm not? So you'll get a lot of that of, you know, why should you, um, you know, we feel sorry for people that get this money when really they, they shouldn't have gotten it to begin with. What do you say to that?
1: Well, first off, if I could work a full-time job, I would be out there working it. I have volunteered my entire time, Uh, with my health issues around that uh, as much as possible Um, this business is a home business so I can work it when I can and I can go out and do the shows when I can if not I have a husband who can you know sit with me or sit in for me so it was something that I knew that could be done uh, with my um, with my constraints
0: This is a huge case, though. This is not, you know, you taking Alex to court and we're going to duke it out. This is you taking a government that was, uh, you know, voted in democratically. I mean, you are taking on the government in what is a a David versus Goliath fight. You know, it's a tough one to win.
1: Yes, I'm sure it is. But we were willing to do it, not just for ourselves, but for the 4,000 people that signed on to this program and opened our lives to do it.
0: And how do you then get your life kind of back on track while you go through this process? Because it's also not a short process. We're talking a couple of years.
1: Mm -hmm. I'm not sure exactly at this point. Um, Without being able to afford the ingredients to make the product, Mm -hmm. I won't have them to go to the vendor shows or the craft shows. So Raven Tree Naturals may not live past the cancellation of... The first year.
0: Well, I hope that's not the case. I mean, anyone who goes on, you know, is entrepreneurial. I, I, I say we we support and 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 hopefully it can work out. Maybe you can crowdsource, uh, you know, maybe there'll be other options. Um, but it is interesting. I mean, I, I wish the liberals had tried this earlier. I'm not sure why they waited to the last year to do this. They had 15 years where they could have tried these programs. And by now, we would have a really good idea of how they work and if it could work province-wide. I think the criticism is that when you put these programs in, long-term and wide-reaching, they're very difficult to fulfill. I don't know if this project would have worked because we don't have the data from it. So what's next for you?
1: Well, actually, can I just comment on that? That's exactly why we did this, because we'd like to see it finish out its three years to have all the statistics, you know, come what may, let the chips fall where they fall. Let's get the information from this project and then make a, make a decision. Yeah. This could be the solution to getting people out of poverty, but we won't know that if we can't finish the program.
0: No. And just curious, because yeah. Lindsay has 2,000 people in it. What is it about Lindsay? Is that just kind of coincidence? Or was there a reason that that area would have been targeted?
1: We have a great diversity of people And the basic income is not just for people on O.W. or O.D.S.P. or um, single mothers or single fathers, but it's also the working poor. You know, those people that do work really, really hard and still in this economy lose their job or like I did, I got this illness which prevents me from working. Um, It derails everything and uh, you have to start all over.
0: Okay. Well, Tracy, we'll follow the journey, see where this takes us. And I thank you for sharing your story. Great. Thank you very much for inviting me. Appreciate it. That is Tracy Machewski, who is one of the plaintiffs in this class action suit. This is Global News Radio.